Hello, and welcome to Life Clarifications with Natasha. I am here to help you. And so with that, I want to, I was supposed to have a um, guest on today, and um, he hasn't shown up yet, but Mercury's in retrograde, so things are going kind of crazy. So I wanted to let you know that you're loved. So with today... We're going to be kind of going with the role of whatever life is going to have <laughs> for us. So I'm so grateful that you're here. And if you show up later, that's okay. I'm Natasha Venter. I am a spiritual life coach. I am also a spiritual um, intuitive for many lifetimes. And I don't hold any judgment. So I'm here to just navigate it. And you know, when we're going through life and doing things like this. So, you know, there's, hi, Veronica, blessings for you to being here with me. I appreciate it. And like I was saying a minute ago, my guest was supposed to show up, but there's been no notification, but you know, there is a um, Mercury in retrograde and there's a lot going on and we're all in the moment where we're at. And, um, you know, there's, you know, how do we negotiate when things don't come through? Right. Uh, and yeah, that's who I am. I am one that, you know, just kind of rolls with things, you know, and how do we do this? So until something happens here, I did just send him an email. So hopefully he gets it and goes, Oh yeah, this is the moment. Right. But you know, time is slipping by and have you noticed how time is slipping by? I know that it's May already and how are we doing this? But things keep circling around, right? Well, this full moon that's going to be on Friday here, I've been hearing from a lot of astrologers and a lot of people, you know, through the networking here, that it's repeating or what you were doing back in March. Well, who remembers what they were doing back in March, right? March 23rd. Well, actually, that's my wedding anniversary. So it was kind of easy for me to go there, right? Because it was my 32nd wedding anniversary. But I also know that I was really stirring the pot. Who should I be? What's your, where should I be going? What can I be happening? Where's life being? You know, where things are happening, right? And so when we're going forward in life, you know, think about realities the way that they are. How can they negotiate? How can we negotiate with what's going on? Because I can tell you right now, oh my gosh, when Pluto went into retrograde, there was like another pressure cooker on here, you know, um, and we're all kind of getting this stirring of who we are, what we're doing. And it's not an easy dance to be alive today. I know, but it seems like it's never really been easy, right? Because we're in the school of life, actually. And, you know, we think that we're going to have a hard time, but you know, like I was doing a little video today about how it's about our perception, right? Can we find some joys in our perceptions out there? You know, we're all in the midst of doing something that is not easy, right? And so how can we negotiate this understanding of life and what is happening and you know, all I can tell you that right now it's about keep going forward. We're going to be getting something that is going to benefit us. And how do we do that? Well, we keep our feet on the ground and we stay, we stay aware of the world around us. And, you know, going forward in this up and down world, 
you know, we hear things and we kind of wonder, is that going to be a truth? You know, like for me, I've been hearing a lot lately about how, you know, the United States is going to go with no cash, right? Because other countries are going with no cash. Well, you know, we're not there yet, right? So how can we really think it's going to happen? But plan A, plan B, plan C, plan D, you know, kind of like my guest not showing up today, right? Plan A, plan B, plan C, plan D, right? And, you know, how do we negotiate when things don't come forward, you know, the way we want it? But I can tell you, and I keep trying to tell people this, that, you know, keep thinking more positive if you can. It's not easy, I know sometimes, you know. I have someone who who is looking for a job and, you know, the interviews keep slipping through. and But the right one hasn't come yet, right? And, and yet, what are we doing that is sabotaging it inwardly? I was doing a book, my book study the other night and, and this, my book study, we were talking about how, you know, if we allow our old stories to sabotage us, like the other day, oh my gosh, I was sitting with a friend and she was helping me go through my website because there was a, a little things that I needed to fix. And I just didn't know how to, I, I knew how to do it. I just didn't. My dyslexia was so triggered that I wasn't reading things the way I should. And I wasn't, I wasn't able to go through like, what do I need to find on Google to fix it? I don't know. You know, I didn't want to make another phone call. Right. And so with that, that I, I, you know, my girlfriend came over and we were talking about some things. Right. And, and, you know, she helped me fix it. She helped me fix it because she was able to read something that I wasn't. And we kept, going through it. And I kept, I did my thing. She did her little thing. I did my thing. She did a little bit more her thing. And, and it was like, oh my gosh. And that's the thing is, is that, you know, as I was working through my old stories of dyslexia, my old stories of, of what was happening and these old stories of, of going forward, that it was amazing how that I didn't stay in my old story of, oh God, it's happening again. I can't think, I can't talk, I can't read, I can't. No, it's not that I couldn't. It's just, I was struggling. And so what did I do? I called someone in to help me out, right? So as we're going forward and negotiating our world, it's amazing this dance of of life and, and knowings. And I got a text here um, uh, that... Um, you know, where do we go with life when things don't work right? Right? Like today, me needing, me wanting to have a guest on, you know, not here. It's not going right. I have another plan though, right? Talk about what's happening in the world. Because I can tell you that there's a lot of negative stuff out there. And it's going to undermine us real quickly. It's going to slip us down this rabbit hole real quickly if we don't check ourselves once in a while, right? If we don't check ourselves, And when we're doing this thing about going forward, um, you know, um, it, it's amazing. It, it's truly amazing. And um, I'm trying to send him another email here because, um, no, I don't want to send it to myself. 
<laughs> I keep doing that, right? I keep doing that. Um, uh, there we go. Um, you know, you know, it, it, it's amazing going forward, going forward. And this full moon with partial eclipse, what do you truly want to have in your life? It's time to really think about it, right? It's really time to think about it. What can we truly have in our life? And, you know, um, I'm feeling like something happened. Here, I'm sorry. So I'm going to send that. Okay. So why does life need to be so hard? Why does life need to be so hard? I don't know. All I know that there are times in our life when we get overloaded and we get these, these scenarios that really trip us up. And I know like you, Veronica, you know, you're here. I know that, you know, you're going through a very hard time. But please remember that when we go through these harder times, that, that you can have little spots of lovingness that come in, you know, so make sure you look for them. You know, I know for me, like today, I had like two, um, in two different places, by the way, um, two wasp, the long legged wasp. I call them the mud wasp. You know, they, they like to come to my pond and, and get mud. And, but wasp is about watching anger, right? It's about community. It's about persevering through things, right? But most of all, it's about be careful of your anger and your frustration. So what was I told to do today? Be careful of my anger and frustration. Well, who was I with? There was a lot of people today that were struggling with anger and frustration. And uh, <laughs> thank you, Veronica. You, I always try to stay positive. I know you do, sweetie. And, and I'm not trying to tell you you're not, you know, because we're all going through a lot right now. And it's hard. Sometimes we have to scream into the pillow, like somebody said on Monday. Sometimes we have to do these things, right? And and there is this dance of, of wisdom that comes through it. You know, who are we when we're doing life, Right. Who are we when, you know, and that's the thing that I keep coming back to when I wake up in the morning. I'm lucky to be alive. I'm lucky to be here. I'm lucky to, to do the things I'm doing. I'm lucky I have the body. Gosh, last night I, I had a really bad migraine yesterday. No, no sympathy needed. I, I get them. I negotiate through them. I've had them many times in my lifetime. It's just some, one of those scenarios I get into. And I really realized how much my brain is very valuable to be able to think about things. It's time for me to find gratitude, right? It's time to me for me to find gratitude. And if I can find gratitude and if I can find these knowings and if I can find that, oh my gosh, yes, this is a very hard time, but I'm going to persevere through this. 
I'm going to get my bootstraps on and I'm going to get through this because I know, you know, me going through a lot of, of ups and downs in my world that I've come through the other side and I've come out, I've come through the other side, a better person. And I want you to know that coming through being a better person is why we're here. It's not to feel victim of things, right? It's not to feel victim of things. And, you know, going into that dance, it, it's amazing. And, and I'm being told to pull a card right now. And I'm trying to check in to see which one wants to come because I'm really being told to pull a card. And, you know, it, it, it's it's our stories. You know, Pluto went into retrograde. And let me come up with Pluto again because last night on our in my book study um, that it um, did this and I was not prepared and I apologize. Uh, Pluto. Pluto retrograde. So Pluto retrograde will be from May 1st through um, uh, October 10th. So it's here for a while, right? Re-entering Capricorn on June 11th. So Capricorn is about getting down to business. It's about the, um, it's Capricorn is business. They like to be getting things done. They're, they're about, you know, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. And they don't like to jump around. They like to have things as a routine, right? So so with that, that um, Pluto also makes some other significant uh, planetary connections through the 2003 rec retrograde. Uh, kicks off. This is a little bit more than I want to do here. Um, so however, planet, its effects are more internal, psychological, and emotional. The planet named... For the God of Underworld will change you, will challenge you to check and ideally address your own toxic, negative, self-destructive behavior patterns and belief systems. Wow. Right? Wow. So going into Pluto, right? Going into Pluto in retrograde, we're going to be looking at some of our negative thoughts. If they keep coming up and triggering you, there's a reason for them, right? Look at them. Hi, how you doing? How are things going? What's happening, right? And so why are you here? Okay, old story of, um, of I don't get anywhere in life. I'm a victim. Well, why are you here? Oh, because I'm feeling right now things are triggering me like I'm feeling overwhelmed. And I'm not feeling well enough, right? Okay, that makes sense. Well, thank you for being here, but I know I'm a different person now. No, I know I'm doing things differently. So how can we negotiate that, right? And it, it, it's it's one of those things going forward. How can we get through these things? Treat them as a friend. Hi, old friend. I know you're having a bad day, but it's okay. You'll be okay. We're going to be okay. It, this is just a moment. We're going to get through it, right? Uh, and what, in, what are we talking about with the self-destructive behavior? Well, I know for me, you know, being dyslexic, I, oh God, talk about being triggered. I couldn't read if my life depended on it for a couple of days. Um, I'm doing better, 
I'm not as great as I want to be, but, you know, and things were happening around me that it was like, can I really be the better me, right? Because I know what I'm trying to do. When I'm doing it, I'm doing the better I can. But when I try to talk about it or try to read about it, it doesn't happen. So that old story of me, I had to move through forward. I'm a different person. I know better to do better, right? I know better to do better. And, you know, when we're when we're doing these walks and these talks and these in integrations and these these ideas of life, it's it's amazing how, how oh well that card wanted to come out, didn't it? The owl, deception and wisdom. 13, which is a four in the number. So owl, hmm, I think I need to read about owl, don't I? I think I'm going to pull some cards. Since my guest did not show up today, um, that I'm plan I'm doing plan B, which is I think I'm going to pull some cards as I go here. Um, the owl, so that's 13. So let me read this. Owl, owl leads your, let me start over here. Owl lends you the owl lends you eyes that you need in order to see the dark around you. The owl cuts through the shadows to eliminate, illuminate the real truth. Someone may be trying to camouflage his or her real intentions. Detect lies. Decent lies and unclear intentions are exposed with owl's energies. This one's for you, <laughs> uh, Veronica. I think um, there's a little bit of this for you, but it's not necessary for you. It's for everybody. The owl reminds you to be honest with yourself and snap out of the lies and denial inside you. Those old stories, right? Lying, lying to yourself is the way that you'll remain lost in, in the prison of your own making. The owl appears to ask you to seek the truth in the darkest places within yourself. This will set you free and restore your wholeness. As well as, all is well with the owl to guide you. Deep wisdom into human nature is gained through the ability to recognize untruths. Owl is an, an important Al is an important and powerful ally. I love Al. Al is about endings and new beginnings. It's about death. You know, in some belief systems, it's about death and rebirth. So we're all going through this metaphorical death to rebirth process, right? So how can we be and how can we do this? It's amazing. It truly is amazing what what we can be and what we can do, right? Um, Sorry, I want to make sure I get an email. Okay, that was for something else. So going forward in our life, remember that owl, it's time to look in the dark. It's time to look through the dark. So if you're having dark thoughts, if you're having um, unwanted old stories, look through it and see what are they, what is that old story here to teach you? It's not about that you're that same person when you did that old story, right? You're here to be the better person, to, to negotiate, 
ask the new understandings that you have, ask the new knowings that you have, being the person that you are, God, let that guide you through, right? Because these stories aren't always here to be painful of, of keeping us in our own boxes. Use the, use the vision of owl in the dark. See through the dark, right? Because it's us that keeps us in the dark. It's us that keeps us limited. It's us who keeps us not knowing. Because I can tell you that, you know, going into this new story of who we are, magic is happening. It has to be. Because if you have darkness, there's always going to be light. If you have light, there's always going to be darkness. As above, as below. As below, as above. So if you're getting a lot of negative things, you can be getting a lot of magical things. I know when my mom was sick with Lou Gehrig's disease, right? A lot of crap was happening around me and I was struggling. But I can tell you that through that struggle and through that understanding that I had magical people come in my life and take care of my mom, right? There was times where my alcoholic husband, the times that he got sober like that and was able to, to take care of my mom. There was a part of us that knew how to do things better. And that's what that's when it's time to really look at that, right? Look at how can we do better? How can we negotiate this as we go better? Because the owl will help us go through the endings and new beginnings. Did you ever sit there and look at an owl and how it sits on the, on a branch? It sits there so noblish, right? Because it's innerly knowing what it is. So as we're working through this Pluto and retrograde, you know, go into, into your inner moments, right? Because it also a deep moment of closure and a deep invitation to, for reflection on what you've learned and where you've been since 2020, right? And what still needs to change for you to move forward to the better alignment? That couldn't be better said, right? That's what Pluto, because Pluto went into retrograde May 1st. And it is going to be there um, until October, I think I saw. It's going to be there till October 10th, right? So how can we go through this shadow work? How can we go through these ups and downs by getting our bootstraps on the ground and walking forward? And walking forward. So who are we? Who are we? We are magical beings willing to negotiate. And for anybody who's showing up, I was supposed to have a guest on and they did not show up. So I am sad about that. But I'm doing plan B, plan C, plan D, plan E, plan F. You know, it's like, why not? Why not keep going forward? Things aren't happening the way I want them to. Instead of sitting here going, Hmm. He didn't show up. Nah, 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 nah. No, sending him best wishes. I hope things are going well for him. I hope that he has blessings, and I, I'm praying that we can go forward. I still have a show to put on, and I'm still gonna put it on. So how am I gonna negotiate this? 
plan B, right? So who are we? Like I said, we're magical beings. I woke up this morning after my migraine yesterday and just went, holy crumb. Woo. This card wants, oh, two cards. Okay. I'll be, oh, didn't I just tell you I had wasp around me? <laughs> you can't. In the universe, I have dragon and the wasp. I had wasp around me. I had three wasp around me earlier today. Ooh, yeah. Anger, um, re uh, retaliation, and jealousy. Hmm. Hmm. Oh, that one's a big one. Dragon is power and strength, right? So how do we negotiate this? Let's read dragon. Because dragon 24, 2 plus 4 is 6. So how can we do that? 6 is about home, right? So bringing it home. So dragon 24. Dragon, power and strength. I love dragon. I work with dragon a lot. Dragon comes to offer you its power and strength to protect and fortify you on this leg of your journey. Dragon symbolizes true power and reminds you that this infinite source is not within your personal or ego. True power resides deep within your soul. So call on dragon's spiritual power and strength, and you will find a vast resource to strengthen your resolve through mortality, integrity, and purpose. If you're struggling with these issues, the dragon will restore them to you. Remember that the power of the spiritual world can never be broken. The true strength is found within, not in the outside world. Never mistake a gentle man for a weak one. Never. Yeah. Weak is not necessarily. Quiet is not weak. A gentle man for a week. Watch the signals. The dragon always makes the next step clear. And it gives you the power to take it. So if you're struggling with life right now, ask Dragon to come in and help you. Right? Ask Dragon to come in and help you. Because when we're going forward, this can help you. This can help you. The universe is here. So Al wants to help you walk through the dark, right? Dragon wants to guide you. So how can you be guided? Because we got to watch... The wasp coming up and bite us in the behind, right? We got to watch the the wasp as I'm pulling, pulling oracle cards here. That, you know, it's amazing going forward. It's amazing going forward. So, and he, so let's read wasp. So that's two plus one, 21, it's three. Okay, so 21 wasp. The wasp has a stinger that hurts with with poison when confronted. Be mindful of how you address the world when the wasp appears on your path. Yeah, I like I said, I had about three of them today around me. If you're not careful, you may sting or be stung. The wasp reminds you that pain is a choice. So don't waste your stinger on a petty quarrel. Are you jealous or envious? 
or a victim of someone who is. Jealousy is the envy are the children of fear and lack. Send love, light, and compassion and stay clear of the stinger. Mind your own business today. It saves your life and death situations. Chances are that whatever comes up today is smaller than you perceive it to be in the grand scheme of things. On the other hand, when you feel the stinger of the wasp, be smart and swat it away. Defend yourself. The wasp sends you an omen of warning to protect yourself as well. Wow. Aren't those cool? So see through the dark with the owl. You have inner strength with the dragon. But remember to reside in yourself for the wasp. Because I can tell you that with Mercury and retrograde, oh my gosh, communication is off, you know, and going forward with that. And then we have Pluto going into retrograde, which I was just reading about how it's about that, um, that inner work, that inner negative talk, right? And then, so we who know how to do better may not get bogged down by negative talk, but those around us will. So what do I do sometimes when I have people around me that, that have negative talk? I send love. I send, I send inspiration. You know, today I just went, I just kind of went, I'm sorry. Things are happening, right? How can we be, be passionate about things? How can we be um, not confronting them? Because confrontation you know, there's a difference between confrontation and boundaries because confrontation is not necessary. You know, sometimes we have to confront people, you know, you know, you're not doing the right thing or, you know, can we do this a little differently or um, what is our story that we need to change here? So I'm going to confront myself. I'm going to confront the world around me because things need to change, Right. But the boundary can be how we say it. How do we hold on to that? So having that loving boundary can help us negotiate that confrontation, right? You know, sometimes we have to say, you know, I did wrong. I'll do better next time, right? And, you know, I did a flubble today, you know, and I walked into the person that it really affected and I said, I'm sorry. I, I didn't mean to have that happen. I'll try it better next time, right? Because there's no reason why things happen the way that they do, but they are. Because somebody hears something wrong or they hear something that wasn't presented. And then somebody else does something else and it's like a domino effect. And sometimes we have to say, I didn't do it that way, right? boundaries without confrontation. What is our intentions? This is a lifetime right now where we've got to really check in with our perception and our, and our, um, and our, um, intentions, perception and intentions, because that's how we're going to move forward. That's how we're going to move forward is through boundaries and intentions. And remember to be kind to yourself. Because the wasp right now 
is really out there. I know for us in Washington state, we're finally getting warm. And so all the bees and, and bugs are coming out all of a sudden. It's like, hallelujah, there's sun. We need that DNA, right? Or that um, vitamin D, right? But we got to be careful because as they fly around, we're going to get anger and, and fear. There's a lot of people who fear bees, wasps. We don't want paper wasps, right? So knock down the hive, have a boundary. Be careful about getting angry with them because they may come and sting you. Isn't that a metaphor for life, right? Be careful about what, you, what you're putting out there because it may come back and sting you. So remember, be kind to yourself because we're going through things. We're really going through things. And I know me sleeping half the day yesterday was not in the agenda, but I guess it's what was needed because there's something that happened in that migraine that I got rewired and in that rewiring, but that's how I deal with pain, right? How can I rewire myself? How can I redo myself? Because I don't want to fall into the negative. I don't want to fall into the negative. So be kind to yourself and know that no matter where you're at, you're safe. So if you're looking for an Oracle card pulled, um, I'm going to be doing it. I'm going to have a little bit of a shorter show today. Um, actually, there's no mistakes in why things happening. So as my guest didn't show up today, I'm going to be... I have some other things since I had my migraine yesterday that I have to re reinitiate life a little differently. So, um, uh, Veronica, would you like to have an Oracle card? I would love to do one. I can do gentle to creatures, the dragons or path of the soul. And if anybody else is watching that, um, would like a card, please let me know. And I can do that. And I will pull one more card because we had wasp, dragon, and owl. And so they're pretty magical there. So would you like gentle creatures? Uh, the first, the first one, gentle creatures is the one I said first. Um, I'm also using the wisdom of Oracle. So, um, so you want gentle creatures? Yeah. Okay. Thank you for putting it out there. Yes. Okay. Thank you, Veronica. Okay. So gentle creatures. I love these guys. They are just amazing. They are amazing. Okay. So Veronica, you know the drill. Um, please put out there what you're thinking. Um, don't need to tell me. Uh, what is the greater message? Oh, sorry. I did not take my adrenal medicine yesterday, and then I didn't get a chance to take it today, so I'm a little bit slow today. So, gentle creatures, what do you want Veronica to know? What do you want Veronica to know? Here the message is coming through. There we go. It's coming through. Okay. Woo! <laughs> I guess that one. <laughs> Clearing. <laughs> Clearing. Oh, my gosh. Look at this one. Isn't that cute? Woo! 
well, that just dropped all of them. It's a bird holding an egg and this gentle creature looking up, right? And there's a stick or something down here that's involving him. Oh, there's Kobe. Hi, Kobe. This was tomorrow. No, it's Wednesday. Well, here I am. <laughs> Sorry for the inconvenience. No, that's okay. I, I, I know that um, days get kind of mixed up, and that's, that's the thing. So um, thank you for showing up, though. Yeah, my pleasure. I apologize for, again, let me turn the fan off. Okay. Hi. Hello. Mm. Well, good day to you. Well, so good day to you. What we talk about? Well, I was just talking about, um, uh, you know, Pluto and retrograde. Since you weren't here, I just kind of went with plan B and, you know, talked about Mercury and retrograde and um, how to have a perspective and that kind of stuff. And so we can talk. Uh, first off, welcome to my show, Life Clarifications with Natasha. And um, so... And you're almost here on the half hour, so we got <laughs> we got a little bit of time here. So welcome for coming. Uh, so tell people a little bit who you are. Sure. Um, Hi, I'm Colby. I work as an intuitive guide, teacher, mentor. People come to me to open to a more magical relationship with life by learning to accept themselves, other, uh, and their God. Um, I began my career as a counselor uh, and recognized that there were faster, non-traditional approaches to people that could help people uh, more easily access the whole of themselves. Mm -hmm. um, and now I live in Seattle um, <laughs> and uh, I uh, do sessions and teach classes. And you and I know each other through Raven, mm -hmm. who's a medium psychic person. Yeah. Uh, and that's how I've come to be here. Well, that's cool. Yeah, because I know Raven has been a good friend of mine and, and she's been my mentor teacher for many years. And I love the way that she gave me my empowerment to to just kind of get to re be reminded of who I truly was, you know, because mm. she never really, you know, she's always presented things and then gave me a chance to really integrate it. And, you know, it was just a reminder. You know, I just needed my soul to remember because I know things. So mm. it's one of those things going forward. So um, I am so grateful. So we've been going through a lot of um, like with Pluto going into retrograde, it's going to be a lot of our shadow work or our uh, old stories coming up, a lot of our old things. And, and it's really hard to love life right now, I think, for a lot of people. And so, um, but I'm finding there's magic everywhere because I have that perception, right? And so how do you help people get through some of these old shadow talks, these old stories of who we are? Look, um, I'm not a big astrology person and I get that we're all part of something larger that's going on and as we circle around and come closer to the galactic sun, the energies get a little more intense. Mm -hmm. The truth is the more you can let go of who you think you have to be or should be and how you think life should treat you, the happier you're going to be. Yeah. It's we make ourselves crazy, right? That things people are not treating me the way they should, or 
I should be here and I'm not. So if we get really good at letting go and choose, let's say, a devotional practice where we find objects that are bigger than us. So you walk around and you see a tree and you're like, holy moly, that's a big tree. And there are lots of trees. And wow, I bow to you. Mm -hmm. The sky, it's huge, it's tremendous, it's bigger than me. I bow to you. Because in the moments when we're suffering, we're at the effect of thinking that we're bigger than we are and more important than we are. And so right-sizing our relationship with the universe is the key to not suffering. Like, let me just let go of what I think I have to have and who I think I am um, and just find satisfaction in the here and now and be eager about what's coming. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's what it comes down to. Satisfaction and eager for what's what's coming your way. Exactly. I know for me, like I had a huge migraine yesterday and, um, you know, I always come through them kind of going, okay, how was my brain rewired? You know, I never feel negative about them, you know, because it's like, yeah, they're not comfortable on going through it. And I wish my body didn't have to go through it, but yet it's, it's a thing. And I noticed that like with my dyslexia, that it almost resets it in a way because I was going down a rabbit hole with my dyslexia and, and struggling. I couldn't even hardly read it, you know, three syllable words, you know, I was having such a hard time. And, and so with that, that, you know, I could have been really hard on myself, but how can I get through it? You know, it's the perception, like you're saying, you know, there's the little thing, you know, we are a grain of sand in the big picture of the life. Right. But at the same time though, our world is, my life is very important for me. And, you know, that's where I try to try to have that perspective that, you know, everything is grander, but yet it's for me to make myself feel in going forward. And I'm not saying this correctly. I know in a way that I see it, but it's that how do we how do we have the, the stronger I am important? Like I tell kids on the playground or at school, I am important. I deserve to be capitalized. But at the same time, though, like you say, the sky is bigger than us. You know, the trees are grand. You know, they've been here. The rocks are millions of years old holding on to a rock, right? So how do we negotiate through that is just by having a breath in, breath out, simple perspectives. You know, life is happening no matter what we're doing, right? So spirituality is paradox. Mm-hmm. Right? We are both a grain of, a grain of sand and gods ourselves. Yep. Both are true. Mm -hmm. Uh, Writing that paradox and knowing what to choose and what to focus on at any one point. Like, okay, I am, in my opinion, we are, yes, we create our reality, but bigger than that, we are being prepared to create worlds. We are being prepared to create universes, just like our God created the world that we live in. And so as we create our world, the next step would be to maybe create something else, like be part of an animal species or whatever the case may be. My opinion is whenever anything happens or the way I think about it, I don't know if it's true or not, but something is not happening to me. It's the product of my desire. Mm -hmm. Anything that's occurring, a headache, flu, insomnia, COVID is the product of my desire. And it's because of my, I didn't realize that holding that desire would create these particular circumstances. But if I think of everything as a product of my desire, then I could ride with it. I I could be with it as opposed to fight it or poor me, 
or go or try to get people to pity me. Mm -hmm. Okay, this is happening. This must be a result of my desire. Okay, I'm just going to ride this and let's see where it goes. Um, so many people, when they first start to come to see me, want my help in changing their circumstance. And I used to do that for many years. Oh, their toe hurts or they have this diagnosis or they can't find love. And I would dig out their wound and they'll be crying and laughing and a lot of vomiting, to be honest with you. Um, mm -hmm. And at this point, the work has gone beyond trying to dig out people's wounds and be in an affirming relationship with life. Because the whole self-development movement of digging out your wounds has um, created a lot of money for a lot of people selling books and CDs and sessions. Um, and if you keep on digging out your wounds, that's all you're going to do. It's, it, there's so many wounds. Like We've been around a very long time. We have more than enough. But we're not exactly trained to be affirming in our paradigm. And I believe that's the real work. Self-mastery is the work. Mm-hmm your consciousness to be satisfied, to be eager, um, to be unattached, and at the same time, to move towards what you desire and create the life that you want. Mm -hmm. So that's what I'm up to here in Seattle. <laughs> no, and I totally agree that, you know, like I do, um, I do work where I go into people's past lives, and then I go back in their DNA of their life. And I go back to heal it. But the, it's going back to that point where things have been triggered that starts the domino effect, right? And when you go back there and you do the healing work and you bring forth the healing, that gives us that paradigm of being able to negotiate our world in a different way. Because sometimes those are those unknown sabotagers that come up in our mm -hmm. lives, right? And I, I totally agree that if we keep sitting in the the negative stories, we create those negative stories over and over again. We have to rise above them and use them. And I always use the perspective of, you know, I can stay down in my story. I can, if I'm sitting on a cliff, right? If I go down into the valley and go into the story of my life, I'm going to stay in the valleys. But if I go in and see the reason why things happened, the way that we got, I got through it, how did I negotiate it? What were the lessons I got out of it? Then I rise, up, I rise up and I keep moving forward and I keep going into the world that I'm meant to be. And there's that, that example of you can go down into the story or you can rise with it and go. And, and there, it's amazing. Intention and perspective is huge, mm -hmm. you know, when we're going through life. Because if something happened in my, our, my, our past lives, you know, I was poisoned and killed so many freaking times in my past life because I was intuitive, right? Do I bring that forward now? Well, it did come forward, but then I said, well, frick that. I'm, I'm no longer that person. I, I can shine my light now. So I'm going to, right? So how do we, you know, it's that going forward in into knowing who we are. The only reason in my experience a past life comes up because like you know, we have billions and parallel existences. There's no shortage. Is because those themes are relevant now. Mm -hmm. That's it. That's the yeah, exactly. That we're back in the 1800s at some witch trial or whatever. Mm -hmm. Is because that's how you feel now. So we could go back into the past and resolve it. And or 
you just deal with what's happening now with your son or your father or your low self-worth and work on the now. Mm-hmm. I've heard so many spiritual healers, spiritual people, they make a hobby out of healing themselves and they forget to live. Mm-hmm. They, they distract themselves with, oh, this lifetime I'm here to heal. No, you're here to have a good time. You're, yeah. you're really here to have a good time and to create yourself and get to know yourself. That's why you're here. Mm-hmm. You're not here to like keep on paying people to go into your past. Um, that's a problem. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, resolving something in the past can be really helpful and resolve, you know, not resolve something, but lift some weight off of somebody so they can do some deeper work. Mm-hmm. I was and that's, that's always my intention. It's always to, to bring whatever happened. And I get people who say, I'm just feeling clogged. I'm feeling blocked. I'm feeling. And so I go in and see what that is. And then I help them come forward so that they can move forward in their life to live their better 3D world. Like people always say, you know, how do you live? I said, it doesn't matter what dimension you're in. Just live your life the better you can, because you still got to get out of 3D, you know, the 3D car to get to where you need to go. You know, it's like you still need to negotiate life. So enjoy what you have here. Like I went and sat in the sun for a little bit just to get some, you know, some, you know, vitamins D and listen to my um, waterfall and play with the dog for a few minutes, right? Enjoy what we have when it presents itself. And that can just change your world. That is your world. (laughs) It is your world. Yes, it is your world. But it's how do you perceive your world can really, can really do a number on us. You know, it's, you know, like I, back when my husband was drinking, you know, I'd say, you know, so honey, tell me something that happened good in your day. And he goes, I don't know. And then through talking about it, he, I heard that a good friend came into work and I had, and all these things happened in his day, but at the end of it, he couldn't tell me anything good that happened because that wasn't his perception, Uh you know, and, and going there, but him now living with me for 32 years, 34 years now, you know, that, you know, he's learning that, wait a minute, what just negatively happened is just a moment. The next moment, something positive can happen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and we got to grab onto those. Um, we're not grabbing onto anything. <laughs> no, I know that. But I mean, just, just be a witness of it. Enjoy allowing. it. We're yeah. just allowing. Yeah, it's that, it's that being with it. It's that yeah, being. Allowing. The nature of life is well-being. That's the nature. Mm-hmm. And. We just got to stop doing that, which we're doing that keeps our awareness out of well-being. So many people want to make life work or healing work. It's not. It's just let go, allow. Um, I was uh, on a radio show recently doing like live readings, which I know you're not set up to do. And a woman called in and said, um, and we could do that certainly if you want. Um, uh a woman called in and she said, oh, my neck hurts. And I went and looked and I'm like, I think you're just tight. I think you need to stretch. There's nothing nothing going on in there other than you're tight. And she's like, well, can you do that for me? And I can. I can. Mm-hmm. And I shouldn't have because I did. I did. And how's that feel? That feels better. And given our gifts, we can do things for people. 
Mm-hmm. And maybe what I should have done with her is say, what's up with you not wanting to stretch and take time for yourself? That would have been the deeper work. Mm-hmm. But instead I gave her what she said she wanted. Um, I think it's our job to help people do their work, mm-hmm. um, which in many cases is not work, but letting go. Mm-hmm. Um, and to stop holding on so tight you know, uh, so many of us are spiritual materialists hopping from one healer, one shaman, one channeler to the next, mm-hmm. looking for the magic pill, what's going to awaken me. And, you know, now there's plants and psychedelics and stuff, as opposed to just being. <laughs> exactly. Mm. Exactly. Exactly. Finding how somebody to help you just be and know that you're okay. So many of us are damaged by our childhoods and the parenting that we got or didn't get. And all damage occurs in relationship, all damage. So if damage occurs in relationship, then the way to resolve that is through relationship. And the benefit of working with somebody who's intuitive is they can see or sense watching your blind spot. It's mm-hmm. causing suffering that you're not willing or forgotten or abandoned or refused to look at. That's the benefit of working with an intuitive. Um, you know, when people say to me, they want to be enlightened. Oh, Colby, I come to you because I want to be enlightened. I want to raise my vibration. And I ask them, what do you mean by that? They can't tell me usually that it's some sort of term, something, I don't know, mm-hmm. but it's very, it's fascinating. And, you know, to me, being enlightened means being fully alive, being yes. fully alive. That's I totally I'm... agree. Yeah. And okay, you want to be fully alive. So where are you dead? Where are you no longer allowing life in? Where have you stopped? Where are you insisting that life fill you? So for, let's say, a single person may be insisting that a relationship come to them. And that's where fullness is going to be. Mm-hmm. That's where they're dead, as opposed to allowing other avenues to fill them, community, uh, their work, volunteering, and letting go of having to have that relationship, right? And so what we're going for is to be more fully alive. That doesn't mean we're all thin and muscular, right? That means we are fully engaged in this thing called life. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, if you wanted to do live readings, we can do that. If you have callers, we can be fun to yeah, read. I don't, yeah, I don't have callers, but I oh, okay. people can make comments and I, I can read the comments. Uh-huh. But um, with that, that in, a, in a, today's kind of discombobulated of, of just, yeah. you know, <laughs> plan A, plan B, plan C, plan D. But that's what I do, too. It's like, oh, this is what's presenting. Let's go with it, you know, because I'm not here to punish or judge what what it is it's just moving forward with that whole thing and i would love to have you back on and set it up a little differently to where we can do readings and and you know do that kind of thing or whatever that is i would love to have you back on because i think this is a deeper conversation because i know that time is getting and i have a i have to go to a meeting at six o'clock so i can't linger this on too much past five o'clock but um you know when we're doing life like this that that's one thing that i've really negotiated, you know, cause like I had a year that, you know, my 
my dad died three years before that had my first kid within the same six weeks of my dad dying. You know, then three years later after that found out I had my second child found out my mom had Lou Gehrig's disease. My husband was an alcoholic. He changed jobs. I had to sell my family home. I had to buy another one. You know, I sold two houses and bought one in that year. You know, it was just one of those, I'm going to call it a fucked up year. You know, it just, everything happened, but I can tell you though, that my dad, who was on the other side, helped me get that house of my dreams. I'm still in it today. You know, that, you know, I had magical people that came and took care of my mom. You know, there was a lot of healing work that happened. The universe gave me a child at the same time that my mom was sick because they knew I couldn't do my mom. They knew that I would have a hard time feeding my mom. So I was able to feed my baby and my husband fed my mom because Lou Gehrig's disease is where you shut down, you, your muscles start shutting down. And so with that, 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 you know, I saw these gifts that were coming at the same time as life was breaking apart, life was building up and how that's where looking at that being in the moment is, it's the only way we can enlighten. Because I know that for me, that that's the only way I've gotten through what I've gotten through is just coming back to breathe sometimes. You know, you it's know? my experience that when people enter midlife, they form a relationship, a different relationship with nothing. In mm -hmm. our 20s and 30s, we're trying to be something, right? Trying to prove ourselves by earning money, getting into relationship status. And by the time we hit 40, 45, 50, we have to accept that we are nothing we are nothing. Mm -hmm. uh, so things start to fall apart, which is what you had. Mm -hmm. Things start to fall apart and you're like, wow, I am. I've been fighting so hard to be something, but I'm really nothing. And look, everything is falling apart around me. Who am I in the face of nothing? Mm -hmm. And that's every, that's your journey. That's everyone's journey in midlife. It is. Everyone's it really, journey. it is. Um, I'm lucky that this happened in my um, later twenties. And so I was able to negotiate a lot of this in an early age to really set myself up for, for um, a deeper knowing. I, I've always been a soul awake, so I've known a lot of things, you know, through my soul's conversation. And, and it always righted me, <laughs> like a ship being righted, you know. But, it, you know, as we go forward, there, there is this, you know, life is always going to happen. Coming back to breath. You know, that's always going to be a gift for us. And, and that's being because, you know, like I love how you said that about being lightened, enlightened. There's no enlightening. It is about being in life. You know, it, it is about where are you? Where is these parts that you're cutting yourself off for living in your life? You know, and that's that's an amazing place to be is that that saying, okay, death is happening somewhere. Like I was pulling cards earlier today and, um, you know, and so Al came up first, right? So getting the vision through the darkness and then dragon came up. It was about strength, but then at the same time, wasp came up. So we got to be careful of that anger, that, that wanting to, to why isn't life treating me this way? You know, I want life to be better. Well, the only way life is going to get better is by, <sighs> okay, how do I get through this? Where is this leading me to? What am I going to do with it when I get there? You know, type of thing. Right. And there's nothing to get through. 
There is nothing to get through. Just some circumstance. That's it. Some circumstance. And here we are. That's mm -hmm. it. And you can make yourself crazy and this is wrong. That's bad. And this shouldn't be happening or, okay, here I am. It's all about it, resilience. It's all about resilience. Yep. Well, and, and resilience, resistance, re-knowing. Oh God, there's, you know, there's a lot to this conversation, you know, because um, a lot of people like to overthink. They well, like to overthink I think it. when I do this work, because we needed this work, mm -hmm. right? I'm, I'm much more nutty than my clients. <laughs> <laughs> much more nutty. That's, I needed this work. That's it. And mm -hmm. I still need this work, right? There's, you know, we want to believe that healing is a straight line and it's not. You circle around the same issues over time and hopefully you have a different relationship with the issue, right? Mm -hmm. As you get older. I always say life is a spiral. Yep, exactly. But it's not like you're going to heal and then you move on with the rest of your life and happy, joy, joy. Hopefully you move on and you're more resilient than you were. You bounce back quicker into well-being. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's where I'm grateful that I have the tools that help me bounce back, you know, and, and it is about that practice to do better practice to be perfectly imperfect about how we negotiate through these little glitches in our life to, um, to show us, hmm, am I on a path that I want to be on? Hmm. Do I not want to be on that path that I don't want to be on? You know, it's like, you know, I was so grateful that I had a conversation with you while you were talking to, you know, you were walking your dog, you know, mm. and, and, you know, you were dealing with other people coming up to you and, you know, all these things. And we just kind of carried on with the conversation, even though things were happening around you. And it, it was neat to witness you, you know, you know, like I, I always say that um, I had a mantra, I do mantras a week. And one of my mantras of the week was, I am free from being the reality I am in. I'm just interacting with it. You know, I'm, I'm free from being the, I'm not the reality I'm in or that I, that's around me, but I'm interacting with it because I have to interact with what's going on around me. Mm -hmm. Yet at the same time though, I don't have to be it. And a lot of people put ourselves in with both feet into our situations. And that's not necessarily, that's not a healthy place to be. You know, there is no path, right? There's only stepping stones. Mm -hmm. right? The next step. There's no path or I have so many clients wanting, you know, a direct route to their God. And there is no direct route. You know, they mm -hmm. want some being to show up and that's going to teach them and or take care of them or parent them. God is not a parent, nor is God Santa Claus. God is maybe, maybe a mentor. Mm -hmm. You become the ver a God that you are. Mm -hmm. God doesn't, in my experience, God doesn't save anyone. God does not intervene. God is a constant, consistent presence mm -hmm. that you can take comfort from. But if God intervened, that would take away your free will. Yep. Right? So you, everyone, you have what you need. You have exactly what you need and your body is not conspiring against you. 
your body is your partner in this life. Mm-hmm. And you to to learn or be with the lessons that you need to be with. So if you're ill or something hurts, that is your body helping you mm-hmm. to address what you need to address in this lifetime. And as we get older, it's my experience that the lessons get more intense because you're trying to complete as much karma before you exit. Mm-hmm. And that's why people are tend to get ill as they get older. Um, yeah. I, I want to respect you said you needed to go. I don't want to. Oh, we're, we're good still. I just, I'm going to, you know, in the next um, like five or so minutes. Um, but I want to finish this up because, you know, this is a conversation to have because we are on the brink of a lot of things that, that people are, you know, making decisions, you know, like there's a listener here today that, you know, she's got a lot of things going on in her life and, and she's one of my fellow friends and, you know, it's like, you know, we do get these times in our life where a lot goes on or things are happening. And it, it, it is it, it is there to help us to, I've always said, you know, being kids on a playground, you know, it's like, hey, you know, life is not a straight line. What is everything that's happening in our life is, is teaching us to step to the next step so that we can step to the next step because there's no mistake here. There's no mistake there. There's no, wherever we're going, it's about learning. It's about experiencing. It's about showing ourselves how to do better in the moments of enlightening our soul into understanding who we are to, and it's a big conversation in a small moment here, but it, it is that, that, you know, how do we be? And I just want people to know that, that love can heal. And, and that divine love can heal. And that, you know, when you're going through something that it is about how do we hold ourselves in that more kinder way to Mm -hmm. jump to the next stepping stone, as you put it. And, you know, and I've always seen life as a stepping stone. Where am I going next? Well, yeah, I got to go here and then I'm going to go over there, but yet I'm going to where I need to go to get where I'm going. I mean, the big... Uh, philosophical challenge is for people to answer for themselves. What's life about? Mm-hmm. I mean, some people see this as a classroom. Some people see this as a playground. Some people see this as a challenge. For me, life is about us becoming ourselves. Yep. That's it. Like who we really are. Who, and, and that is not always a fun process to discover parts about ourselves that we don't like. Yep. Right? That, you know, I thought I was love and light. Meanwhile, I've got a lot of hatred, murderous rage in me. Okay. Is that me? Well, it is. It seems like it for now. Okay. Let me be with that. Exactly. So we are here to become ourselves. And that's an, an awakening process, which is not always pleasant. No, but that's where like for me, when I have anger or frustration or, you know, I'm very dyslexic or the, you know, whatever, I kind of go, okay, friend, you know, you're here. (laughs) What do you need to help me with? You know, I'm not, I'm not punishing myself because I am angry. I'm not punishing myself because I'm sad or, or happy or, or in between. It's that, you know, how can we work together to be more whole as a being, you know? Let me offer you something. You're not punishing yourself as much, (laughs) as much. I want to give the impression to your listeners that you're, that I'm further ahead than I am or that something resolves and then it's done. 
Oh like, no, it's it's a continuous circle. <laughs> so like, or you know, get pissed off and yell at people right on occasion, and but hopefully we come back quicker mm -hmm. from that and enter into greater states of well-being. Yeah. Exactly, exactly, and that's that's where I know that I'm getting cleaner about my thoughts is because wait a minute, there's something's happening, and I'm actually recognizing it. You know, it's not as long away. I know my husband with being an alcoholic most of his life, and now he's 12 years sober. That he's getting cleaner or closer to going. Oh, that was a trigger. Oh, I did it the old pattern way. Now, thank. Sorry, babe. Didn't mean to do that, you know, and it's that it's it's not two days from now that he says that it's more in that next five, 10 minutes, <laughs> you know, and that's that's that getting to know ourselves a little bit better. I so concur with that. So, Kobe, thank you very much for being here. Would you mind coming back on at another time? And again, my sincere apologies for getting the wrong date. Oh, Mercury, life is happening. Yeah. Life is happening and then we do it. You know, it's, it's okay. Um, it, it, it's okay. You're right. okay. So how do you get, how do people get a hold of you? I know I have the information in the, um, in the comments um, or in the. In my the, website in is colbywilk.com, C-O-L-B-Y-W-I-L-K.com. And you can email me and there's lots of videos and practices and all sorts of things to take advantage of. And, you could always sign up for a free 15-minute consult where you can talk to me about what you want to work on and we can determine if I might be helpful for where you want to go. Sounds good. Well, thank you for being here. And I'm Natasha Venter. Thank you for being here. Uh, we are. Um, I'm live twice a week, Monday with uh, Regan Forston, who's a hypnotherapist. And I am also live on Wednesdays uh, doing the work of just how to be in life a little bit more with more in light in what's the word care for ourselves to negotiate life with a little bit better feeling for ourselves. And as we go forward, so you can reach me at angelicclarifications.com. If you're interested in podcasts, this is going to be on podcast later. And thank you, Kobe, for stepping in. I am so grateful that you're here. And I know that, um, our conversation was kind of discombobulated, but it seems like that's the flow of today. I, there, there's a theme today about being discombobulated. And I think that it, that it just kind of, we're just rolling with it. <laughs> so thank you so much and blessings to all. And I will, we will talk to you later. See you guys Monday at four o'clock Pacific time. Bye now. Okay.